Let's get into the differences between men and women when it comes to fitness, nutrition, health programs, what might be holding them back, and what they might be good at. This is the Game of Food. This is the Game of Food. We're helping real people get real results with delicious food. Real Real food. Live from Spencer's home studio, podcasting to the world. This is Game of Food. And here's your host, Spencer Frederick. Now, before I dive fully into this podcast, please understand that I think the 80-20 rule applies to almost everything in life. And so I know that as I go through some of these weaknesses and some of these strengths that men and women have, there's going to be somebody listening to this that is going to say, hey, not me, or hey, my sister or my brother, uh, they're really good at this, so you're wrong. I am giving you the 80% of what I see from clients and Uh, people that I worked with at the gyms and in my experience, okay? Uh, And I realize that there are always outliers. So one of the weaknesses I'm going to talk about first is men's ego. I currently work with some men that have like no ego, like that does not hold them back at all, okay? And for all of these topics, there are outliers. Same with like some of the strengths. I'm going to go over strengths that men have and women have, and I know there are outliers that, uh, you know, they don't have these strengths, okay? So just remember the 80-20 rule. Don't be sensitive. I only want to help you and giving you general awareness on what the two genders struggle with could help you. Let's talk about men's weaknesses first. Like I kind of mentioned earlier, one of them is ego. Now, ego shows up when uh, a a man goes to start a program. So they want to join a gym or they want to possibly do personal training or online coaching and uh, they let their ego get in the way. They tell themselves that they can do it, that they know how, and uh, it keeps them from starting because they they get an interest. And sometimes people will hop on the phone with me, or I should say men, and they're really just like trying to quickly pick my brain. And then they just go apply with whatever little secret magic (laughs) answer I had on the phone. They go to try, they try to apply that in life. Um, and it doesn't it doesn't really tend to work out for them. So th- that person ends up not starting anything because of the ego, and they just end up doing their thing over and over and over again because they have it, they know it, and uh, it really doesn't make much sense when you think about it uh, long term. Uh, ego can get in the way a little bit even after somebody signs up. So you know, at the gyms, you know, they would do uh, certain equipment only. They wouldn't work on their legs uh, because they didn't need to. They wouldn't do cardio because they didn't need to, or or track their steps. And it's just it's their own ego and their own plan getting in their way because they think they know best. And so men struggle with that one way more than women. And just to be open with you guys, that's one that I struggled with too. So I'm a certified trainer. I'm a certified nutritionist. I have other certifications. Who cares about those? But because I am an experienced coach, I once upon a time thought I didn't need coaching. And when I first signed up for coaching, uh, I went into it with the ego. I wanted to absorb as much information as possible and get out because I don't need a coach. I am a coach. And I was wrong. And when I ended up hiring my third coach, I went into it with a mindset of, I'm not going to quit. I know I need it. I do better with a coach. And I need a coach because what they do is they see my weaknesses. They see the things that I miss. And they tell me about it. And, uh, And I had to overcome ego 
in relation to my own health and fitness. And uh, boy, am I glad I did because uh, I started on coaching and then I stuck with it and I'm still still doing it today. Uh, weakness number two for men is money. This is way more common for men to think about money uh, than women. And it is a weakness when it comes to your body and your health because you, you need to invest in yourself. And men, man, a lot of them, uh, I should say a good percentage of them can't get over that. They are constantly looking for the cheapest op- option. And let me tell you, the cheapest option is not going to solve some of your problems, guys. It's really not. And uh, mix that with ego and you have the perfect recipe of buying the cheap stuff and doing it your own way every single time. And so the money thing kind of looks like somebody hops on the phone with me and they want to do it. Holy cow, they want to do it and they need it. And they like know they need it. They like say it, but they can't get over the money. Sometimes some men are are just open with me on the phone and they'll say, man, I just can't get over paying for it. Like, you know, I used to do this on my own. I used to blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, you're not that person anymore. How has it been going on your own? Well, they, well, yeah, you're right, Spencer, but if they don't start, it's because they just don't want to pay for it. Nobody wants to pay for it, right? Nobody. I wish that, you know, everybody had their own health. I wish I didn't have to pay for a coach and it was just super easy, Uh, but but it's not easy. That's why this exists. That's why gyms exist and coaching and nutrition plans. That's why it exists. That's why you have to pay for it. And that's the world we live in is where you hire an expert to get something better in life you know, to level up and you can't let money get in the way. And it even gets in the way after somebody signs up for a program. So, you know, you have your $10 membership. That's what men want to pay for is the 10 and $20 membership because it's the cheapest. It's the, it's the best deal. And why would you pay X hundred thousand dollars a month to, to go get fit when you can get a $10 gym membership at Planet Fitness? Um, yeah, that's where they get stuck. And some of them will still end up signing for my program. Maybe it's just because curiosity uh, pushes them in or something like that. And I've had two clients, I'm thinking of them right now, and they were both doing really well. Uh, man, they were great clients, great habits. Um, they were getting consistent progress. They listened. They actually didn't have an ego, but the whole time, both of these guys were just thinking of, why am I paying for this? Why am I paying for this? I don't want to pay for this. Uh, I want to save this money. I want to put this money somewhere else. And you know what? Both of them ended the same way. They were getting great results, and then they they had to stop because they could not get uh, their mind off of the money. And guess what? One of the guys gains gains some of the weight back, and the other guy gained all the weight back. So you know they need it. You know they need it if they want the result. And they just have to ask themselves, do they love money more than their own health? And they might say yes. They honestly might. But those are men's weaknesses. Women's weaknesses, I could only come up with one. Men have two, I think, ego and money. And women have one that I could think of. Maybe there's another one, but I think this one is bigger. It is emotions. And I think women are, they struggle with handling the ups and downs of a fitness journey. And that's only 80% of women. I have clients right now that are not emotional with the journey at all. But 80% of them, they struggle. So the scale will stick and I get messages like this. I'm pissed. I'm frustrated. This always happens to me. 
Um, they get sad. Hey, I cried when I saw that the scale still didn't go down. Um, you know, they hop on, on the phone call and they're just distraught with me. Um, not with me, just distraught with, uh, they're nice still, but they're distraught with the whole process. And, uh, just, uh, this is when quitting comes in as well. The thoughts of quitting anyway, is they get so, emotional about, you know, whatever aspect of the program that, uh, you know, they're like, I got to get out. And sometimes it's even emotional on things that they're missing. So like foods that they can't have anymore or social events that they can't do certain things at, they get more emotional than men about those things. So it is a weakness because when they can overcome those things, then they, they do a lot better. Then, then they do a lot better if they can overcome those. But I've seen people that could not overcome those. I've seen a lot of emotional cancels where logically it did not. Let me say this again. Logically, it did not make sense to stop a program or cancel their membership. But, but it was an emotional cancel. And they were reacting to a very short-term, short-term happening. And so that'll hold uh, some women back. Now let's dive into maybe a little happier topic. Let's go into men's strengths followed by women's strengths. So men's strengths are, they are more competitive. And sometimes I use that uh, to their advantage, I guess. You know, I will say, hey, uh, I used to say this in the gyms. You know, this guy lost this amount of weight uh, in our six-week challenge. How much did you lose? And sometimes I would even fib a little bit because I know it would spark some motivation. Like, oh, hey, yeah, actually, uh, you're in third place in the challenge. And really, they might be in first. And then it would push them to, like, do better. So men are a little bit more competitive. Um, I've seen some very, very competitive women um, you know, my daughter, <laughs> my oldest daughter is extremely competitive, but men, it's, it's more common that the competitive side of this will actually, uh, they'll, they'll enjoy it more. Um, you know, they will, for me and some of the friends that I have, they would compete against a rock, <laughs> like do better, perform better than this rock. And they'll be like, I'm going to dominate that rock. <laughs> and, uh, uh, that can, that can push them further. So men are a little bit more competitive. And when it comes to the scale sticking, you know, nobody likes a plateau. Women don't like it, men don't like it, but men can quickly turn it into a competition against themselves. And so you can see that that's an advantage when you're hitting a plateau because you just, you, you get eager to, to do better the next day versus uh, getting too emotional about it. Uh, so that competitive uh, nature can actually be an advantage for men. Uh, and that was the only strength I could come up uh, with men. Let's dive right into women's strengths. And I came up with two of them. The first one is willing to try or willing to, willing to take the, the leap of faith. And that's starting. Women are more willing to start. The ego's not in the way. The money is not in the way. And, and the fear of failure is not in the way as much either. Because if men fail, then they're like, wow, I wasted my money and I didn't get the result. But women, they they think of failure like this. If I don't try, what if I don't try? And that is that is a very great strength that I like from women is they fear not trying because they look into, they look at it like this. If I try 12 things, I know I'm going to find the, the right thing that works for me. And I think women are more likely to try a bunch of things and find the good one. 
And men are less likely to find it because they are just so stuck in their own ways and, and they want the cheapest thing. Okay, so I really like that about women. When I hop on a, a phone call, it is sometimes much more motivating to talk to women just because just because the barriers are gone sometimes. And uh, I understand, yes, some men might be saying, yeah, my wife spends X amount of dollars on fitness stuff every uh, couple of months and stuff. Well, you know, she's looking for the right thing. Eventually, I think I think people will find it. And there are better and better programs out there and coming. So they'll find it. And, and, and so that's a strength. That's a big strength. Let's go into women's strength number two, and that's asking questions. So maybe uh, maybe I should have put this under men's weaknesses too. Uh, so maybe men have three weaknesses and it's asking questions. And a strength that women have is asking questions. I hear more from women. Like they want to ask questions. They want to figure it out. And men are, they do ask questions, but they're a little more reluctant. They want to look like the champion. And a champion doesn't ask questions. A champion just works hard. And so they they don't ask questions. Uh, you know, it's kind of probably related to, have you seen like movies where like the wife is all mad that the husband won't stop and ask for directions? <laughs> I totally relate it to that. I definitely do. Because when, uh, when men need guidance, uh, they won't ask for it. And women do. And women do, and I think that's a strength. So when they are asking questions and they get answers, uh, th- then they can implement. They they're they're going now. They're pointed in the right direction. Whereas you know, if a man won't ask for the directions or ask questions, well, they're pointing in the wrong direction, and they'll never find out that they are pointed in the wrong direction. So I like that as a strength from women. And so again, I want to say. There are outliers. There are the 80% that probably can relate to this and the 20% that, uh, you know, they don't have these weaknesses or they don't have these strengths, okay? So just know that I'm putting it into the 80-20 rule and I know that everybody is a little bit different. But it's good to know what your advantages are. It's good to know what your disadvantages are. Because if you can identify those before your start or if you're in a program, some of you, it's good to know those things, right? You don't want to fly blind. If you do get emotional over this scale sticking, well, it's good to know that beforehand. It's good to know that now. Or men, if uh, if you are guilty of buying the cheapest thing out there and it never produces a result, well, if you if you change that and you buy a better thing, one that's more worth your money, then you'll get the result. So if you know these things ahead of time, and you don't uh, get too sensitive about these topics, I bet you'll do better than somebody that doesn't know these differences, that doesn't know the strengths and weaknesses that that men and women have. So I hope that opens your eyes a little bit or, uh, you know, calls you out or helps you improve because that's what this podcast is all about. So I hope you tune in next time. Spencer out. <laughs>